0: Hello, folks, and welcome to another Blader Geeks podcast episode. I'm your host, Mark Weaver, and in this episode, I have a very special guest who is one of my best friends growing up. I won't mention his last name because he told me not to for uh, professional reasons, but we'll just call him Andy because that's his first name. And... In this episode, we talk about a lot of different things in terms of... He interviews me, basically. And it's kind of a a twist to how I usually do the podcast. But somehow we really touched upon a lot of good subjects with rollerblading. And along with... we, We get off subject. Because, you know, we're best friends. That's the shit that happens. But, um... I have to first and foremost say that I apologize that I haven't come out with a podcast. And the other thing that i got to apologize with is this podcast has my GPS going off and I didn't realize it recorded it. Um, so I apologize that in the very first place, actually, now thinking about it because... It gets a little annoying at certain points, but I hope you guys can get past that and enjoy the podcast. We really do touch upon a lot of good points on rollerblading in my own view of what I see rollerblading going and where it's been and whatnot. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, Leave a comment below. I don't know what that means right now because I don't know what below means. But leave a comment on Facebook or whatever and it only helps me get better um at doing these podcasts i hope to bring you more of these to you i have JSMS coming up um james short memorial session and i hope to bring you guys a good podcast for that but in the meantime here's me and andy listening to Blair Geek shoot the shit.
1: Ready? Sure. Alright. So, um, what is the, uh, what do you see,
0: like, the current state of rollerblading as? Uh, yes. Like, has it gotten better, worse? I would say it's been kind of neutralized. its I don't say it's been getting worse, per se, but getting better... I probably have to lean more towards that, just because we've all been banding together, like, with different styles of rollerblading. Like, there's been a lot of... How should I put it? Like, you can ride big wheels and still do aggressive stuff. There's people out there that have, like, various setups and ride them different ways instead of the old days where we all In just 1,000 ride just, like, feet. one skate. Turn left. <laughs> and, um... We just skated our one skates, and that was mainly it. Like, a lot of us weren't privileged enough to own, like, you know, multiple skates. It was one of those things that is. But now Turn we're left older, on Dillingersville we can, Road. We have expendable, you know, income where we can... You know, for me, I'm a thrift thrift shopper. Like, I try to find the cheapest value possible. But, I mean, I have three pairs of blades. I have two vallows and a pair of Shadows. I tend to go to my In one mile, a lot more. turn right on Limeport Pike. Don't mind that. So you use different kinds of skates for different types of skating? Yeah. Uh, my shadows, I have my bigs frames on. I have 70, probably like 70, maybe 69 millimeter now, but they were 72. And when I started riding those and had the option of grinding and actually royaling and, and maybe even doing a backslide here and there, while riding that big of a wheel was kind of awesome. Like it's I can't say was, it is kind of awesome. It's kind of like one of those things where you you feel like you've stepped back because I you and I turn right um and turn left. That that first exposure to rollerblading, which wasn't necessarily grinding and jumping off stuff. It was just that feeling of cruising on your your skates. And we never really had that option growing up of well, you can cruise, but if you want to royale that curb, good luck to you, buddy. You'll see in the emergency room. But, um, yeah, now it's a little different. Like, the frame technology's gotten better. I mean, our soul the souls in the shadows are ridiculously big. So the option of actually getting on the side of your boot is a little easier than, say, you know, turn right on Limeport Pike and turn PTRSs left on Spinner's Town Road. So I don't know. Old well, lanes has been—it's a little different now. Where it's we've got that, and I think the the fact that I see a lot of people with like not even the option to grind. Like they're riding like hundred millimeter wheels, and they're just like turn left cruising, on Spinners Town like Road. Weird obstacle, like maneuver things. It's really cool too, and everyone's been kind of like eyeing that up. But it's not segregating. People who still segregate and rollerblading inside of our sport are just kind of looked down upon. We're just like, we don't have time for you. What, what do you mean by segregate? There's a lot of people out there that have Like, they want it to be pure, where it's going to be like, oh, I want to see big banging, uh, rollerblading tricks, like life def- like, death or life... In <laughs> half a mile, turn
1: left on right. Spinner's like, Town miss
0: Road. It's that, or like doing something so technical down a handrail. Now, but, and I get it, like, I, I like seeing that shit just as much as the next person. But I like seeing people have fun on their blades and push the limits of what we can do on them. Like, don't, don't stand in this box and just sit there and just be like, well, this is it. This is all. This is great. I'm happy. and am content. And not ever look outside the window and just see, you know, Rollerblading has gotten a little different now. It's in it's not feet, about, Turn left. It's not about uh, death-defying tricks. It's more about control, how well you can skate your skates. Like even if it's like little like curb things. Turn like, left like, on Spinners Town do Road. Like, basically, make skating a curb look cool again. Like make you think a little differently. Like oh, I can. If I get off this curb and my feet are basically there on the ground, why can't I toe roll away or In 2.8 miles, roll. turn left ahead. on John Fry's or
1: highway.
0: Variation out of it. It's kind of like Tony Hawk when we used to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater and we used to link up tricks with our manuals. I'm, just, I'm seeing rollerblading come into that somehow. So you see like more of a creative aspect to it? Yeah, yeah. I think the creative aspect has really kind of been good to us. Set slides are like kind of the norm now instead of that like obscure trick thing that we all used to do but i don't know maybe i'm just weird but, anyways, it's rollerblading 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 so you,
1: you see contemporary rollerblading as more of an amalgamation of other of like all like recreation
0: mm-hmm. uh just riding around also, yeah. you know and just like doing think- doing whatever's around I think it's, it's kind of evolved into this, this little structure of not, I mean, like, I think with Senate and Medium and some of those other companies, even like FR for, uh, for an extent, like, they all made us feel like we need to be angry, we used to be, had to be different, and whatever came out in those videos was like, yeah, we need to do that, we need to be like, be like, you know, Matty Mans or fucking... doesn't matter. But, like, back in the day... And it's nothing against these guys. Like, Champion Bomb's similar. Like, I mean, when I think of Champion, I'm automatically, I think of, dude, this guy was a fucking asshole punk kid. And was that good for us? Yeah. I think some of that angst is still in us. where They want to, like... I forget where I was going with this. But... I think it was more towards like what how we're segregating ourselves. Do
1: you see it less about like? uh know, the creativity. Well, like, I mean, um, you, you know, they almost like uh, used to, to spin it in a way that it was like marketed as uh, like these big names like Arlo or. Uh, I right. you know. Like, the money was you there? It, you, yeah, right. So, do you see it like moving away from that? I know that there's yeah.
0: still big names like Chris Hafiz. Yeah, I think I think it's been moving away from. I think the pro signature stuff is going to start dwindling off. And just so these companies can just be like, here, I don't have to pay you royalties. I'm going to give you product and I'm going to give you exposure. And maybe further down the road, when we do something and if you put in your work, you know, I think it's going to get get to that professional type standard. Where skateboarding is kind of done the same way, like with at least the the big companies of skateboarding. It's like if you put in the work, put out the sections, the VODs, the whatever, because skate videos are basically dead, um, thanks to the internet. Not that I'm really complaining, but it kind of sucks at the same time because, I don't know. You can access like great you know, footage, clips, mm-hmm. edits. Uh. But I think it gets lost in translation because it gets lost online. It's not like you can sit there and like flip through and you're just like, oh, here's my favorites on YouTube. As for like a, a tangible DVD like collection or VHS collection, you can sit there and be like, Oh yeah, I remember that video. That yeah, video, like of my buddies. It's, yeah. it's almost similar with music though. Like right. know, people used to listen to albums, and there was like a craft and, and created a good album. But now it's more about like song. It's all about it's all about the single. Yeah. Like everything else gets thrown out. And that's sad. And I think I think I don't know. I sound like an old head now. Like I feel I seriously feel like I'm sounding. In like, one thousand feet. Turn left. The people my age, when I talked to when I was a teenager, and I talk to people my age now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's just like, I felt like, oh man, I don't want to be like that. And it's like, no. Turn you know, left on John Fry's Highway. It's happening. And it's kind of weird. It's just a weird thing where I guess growing up is really a serious thing. Like, I, I don't know. That's the best way of putting it. It's like, Jesus Christ, I grew up. Uh, you, I mean, do you do you feel the
1: same way about rollerblading then, and like in terms of it? because like mm-hmm. that, what you're saying now is kind of
0: that's kind of like a more general approach to well, seeing things change. Like, I yeah, and I grew up with rollerblading. That's the thing. Like it's it's like that it's that that first love. I, in I a quarter like of a mile. To, exit you know, to I-476 Pennsylvania
1: Turnpike, like, Philadelphia,
0: Allentown. I, I marry that fucking girl, even though it's unrealistic, it's stupid. It's like I saw rollerblading, like, yeah, I want to become professional in that, and I never did, but I got paid for rollerblading, I mean, I can I can honestly say that, and then I've also, I, I, I'd like to believe I've made a, a small scratch somewhere in rollerblading history with the podcast, but when I say scratch, I mean, yeah, it's going to turn red for a little bit, and then it's going to go away in an hour, but, like, I didn't really do much, I want to do more, but... I'm going out to JSMS I'm going to try to do a podcast out there like I do every year just because it's like now tradition to me and I don't want to let that tradition die because if I let that tradition die then...
1: Exit right to I-476, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Turnpike, much. Philadelphia,
0: so, Allentown. I, I found the podcast to be something that kept my head in the game and now that I'm not really doing the podcast. It's been dormant probably for close to nine months. Um, In 800 willing, feet, turn left, then turn left. <laughs> it's like a drug, like podcasting and talking. Turn left TV on Wise Road, then turn so left on Progress Drive. It, which I try not to, but you usually don't listen to your podcast. No, I try not to. I don't know, I feel like it's egotistical. If I'm listening for different reasons, like what I did right, what I did wrong that's a good story but some of them I felt good with so I didn't ever feel like we needed to come back to them right
1: that's interesting I mean you know I think uh, I've listened to at least yeah, 7, I, mean, I, th- well. I think it's important to, to engage with, with the stuff that you're working on in mm-hmm. order to uh, see what it's not even about even seeing what could be done better but seeing like being familiar with your product like mm-hmm.
0: uh, how an end user might Actually, well, that. the nice thing about that is the fact that um, basically I'm trying to find a new style. Turn left. Then
1: turn left on Wise Road.
0: Uh, doing the podcast, and I'm he- heavily influenced by uh, Brian Kranz and his style. And I like how he's doing intros and outros. But All right, anyway, we'll pause this. We'll, no, pause this. No, we'll come it. back. Right. I guess I should do the same, huh? Yeah. Oh, my girlfriend's been texting me. All right good whenever you
1: are. Alright. Lovely, lovely car cast. So, um, what, I I know that you haven't been working on it for a while, but you sound like you're you're thinking about
0: it, so what exactly, like, is the future of... Um, I like doing events, and I just like interviewing people. Like, shoot the shit was always, like, my favorite thing to do. I just love talking to rollerbladers. Talk about rollerblading. Like it's, it just comes off so easy for me. Like I just, I can sit there and talk your ear off about rollerblading. It's just, it just comes natural. I feel like a preacher sometimes. It's awful.
1: <laughs> but in terms of you talking about um, our contribution to rollerblading,
0: eh. you know, I would love to start writing. again, like I was saying about Brian Krantz, where, like, he's a huge inspiration to me. Um, Like, I like how he does, his style and everything is just very likeable. Like, you just want to know more. He asks the right questions. He's just all around just good at what he does. And he's also a blogger and a writer and all this other stuff. And I kind of want to get back in touch with that, because I used to do it. I had a small writing blog on Tumblr that I did a few articles on, and, like, I did one on grind plates, I did one on, um, uh, what was this? Mad Beat. uh, this was a few years ago, this is before the podcast, it was, like, the prelude to the podcast, basically, and, then, like, once I heard, um, one of the mushroom Bleeding podcasts, uh, where it was with Kevin Dowling. And they're like, I want to hear more Roll of Leaders podcast. And I'm just sitting there, probably amazed. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I want to do that. like, that sounds great. It just sounds like a good idea. i like, I already did it with Eric Shrine, like, years and years and years ago. I remember that at Woodward. Yeah, would yeah, Woodward. I still have that it's, Yeah, it's it's hidden. It's hidden somewhere around. I think it actually could be up on my on Blader Geeks I forget but I know it's on my on my other account um, <coughs> but I mean I didn't know what I was doing then like compared to now I was so ill prepared like I didn't know what what to ask them like I just had some like random notion that it would just come natural and it didn't and so I, just, I don't well, know
1: I mean if, if like he's such a nice guy yeah like he, he just kept it going and I
0: think that you know it doesn't really come off like I just I I stumbled around on that one a little bit but that's alright like you know you gotta cut your teeth somewhere and what about uh, the Lurch interview that was pretty cool yeah that was really cool to talk to him I'd love to talk to him again Um, he's still you know
1: one of the things about that interview that I was like man he's gotta he's gotta mention this to him but one of the best cinematic moments in any rollerblading video ever is his Royale to uh, Top uh, top Trish or or Alium Top Soul yeah
0: That's like, I mean, so smooth. Yeah, he's uh, he's a tall drink of water. Um, You know him and Don Everett are together. Oh, I didn't know that. I want to get her on. Yeah, that would be cool. I think it would be nice to hear more uh, of those, like, uh, interview, like, veterans. Yeah, I only did one of those. That was Legends of Role. Right, right. And um, that was cool. That was really fun to do. I didn't know what to ask. Because I didn't know him as well as like, some of my other um, like heroes growing up, but I mean, I rode his grind plates, his Golden dark uh, hardcore grind plates. Like those are great, dude. They like, freaking last. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I
1: he was one of the first guys I saw. Of his uh, first first video I ever bought was VG2.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, no, it was Vertical Access, but then VG2 Lurch has a section in. Yeah. Right uh the cool part is like he was part of Blood which is now Eulogy and like I think of that like Eulogy became one of the biggest roll wheels ever but they cut their teeth on these guys and people like Lurch and there's a few others like Abdiel Goldberg. I want to say is probably one of the originals right and like I oh, supposedly he skated again right now yeah he was a beast well yeah this the clips I saw of him he's still a beast <laughs> um but, uh, yeah, I mean, the podcast really was was a positive out, outlook of my life. But then, I mean, I had something just hit me so hard that it just knocked the wind out of those sails. And I'm still trying to, like, pick up after it, but it's gotten a lot better. But, right. I mean, breaking up with uh, someone after five and a five-and-a-half-year relationship was yeah, very easy to get back on my feet let alone just be like alright let me rollerblade let me like focus like no that's not my focus my focus is not drink as much and to just try to piece together all, all the, the shattered dreams that I just had so it was a great song too Was <laughs> <laughs> that Mike Mechanics? might be we'll have to look it up then <laughs> <laughs> sorry 80s 80s music <laughs> Just, I don't know. I'm always tri- trivial with that shit. <laughs> what about
1: uh, you know like we, we grew up with a, a lot of guys that that like, um, uh, you know pro or like Kelsos? Rather. No, no. I'm talking like our our crew, but mainly like the cheap skates crew, like the guys that we used to skate with. When we were younger, yeah, you know? well, that's what I mean. I'm, but I'm trying. I'm trying to think like Cheshire, like. um... Have yeah, I, I was there, that's right. I'm seeing more like, I mean. Andre Englehart Mark Englehart you know, like yeah, I Mike Bennett. Like,
0: is I is Mark still skating? I have no idea. I, I think yeah. I was friends with him on Facebook. It mean, might still be. Um, well, I guess Kilgore still skates, right? I don't know, I don't know if Kilgore still skates. I know he, he he's still has Denial, a code and I'm not sure if Dub Saves are still around. I hope it is because I think that company. But I'm pretty sure it's still around him. Actually, I'm like 99.9% sure it's still around. Um, but I,
1: really, I mean, One of the things I liked and uh, was a surprise for me is when you had Brandon on, Brandon uh, Fabiani on, uh, on, one of the, on one of the podcasts. Oh, yeah. Brandon was came cool. on. Yeah. Well, so I, was, I was wondering where he was at. He,
0: I mean, he was just such a such a unique, talented roller player. Oh, my God. Some of the vert tricks that that The lip tricks that that kid could do. Yeah. Like mother of god his front torque on Vert was just like unbelievable and that was like back in the super flat days it's like in the not uh, even there's flat days in Concrete punch up. and uh,
1: what is it like front torque porn stars? The porn star to a back back, back or royale, or back, royale. Yeah. Yeah, back royale it's like triple switch ups on <laughs> dude I think he had a really good point though about like the Vert ramp there and how Red. Yeah, it, like, it, it was that, that you good. You I was yeah. even skating for, like, I was able to do 540s above coping. Right. And I, I, I think, you know, I mean, even ass. though we were going down to cheapskates a lot, like, uh, if, if the Schaumerville ramp would have been better, I mean, there would have been more of pros, I think. You know, I oh, think yeah, absolutely.
0: That would be really funny. Oh, it probably did. <laughs> I'll edit that, but... Um, All right. I'm um,
1: recording. again. Yeah, so... But that's, a. Uh, yeah, it's true, though. Matt Lindemuth was, was so, so good. Jay Nakahara. Jay, um, yeah, Jay and John. John Nakahara.
0: John yeah. was pro. Yep. Right? He went pro and basically stopped hating. Um Yeah, yeah. Well, J- <laughs> Jay kind of... He kept it going. He was on Rollerblade for a while, and I know John was, I think. Yeah. Or he was on some, some company, but, I mean, oh, man, Factory, you had Matt Lindemuth, you had yeah. Jay Nakahara, and then you had the late freaking Eddie Campos. Yeah, so, Eddie Campos. rest in peace, buddy. Um but I forgot about that Those wheels were freaking good. I've, I've never ridden those. Yeah, I had one set, and I got them after they all died. Like, after the whole company died out, I got them here. I don't remember how I got them here. I think it could be from, like, Stinsman or... or. Stinsman
1: wasn't riding for them, though.
0: No, he wasn't. No, he you was know what? I think it was Unreal. I think it was an Unreal shop.
1: Okay, yeah. I think that's where I got them. Because
0: Mania rode for Hyper for Hyper. a long time. Yep. And Hyper Wheels were, were pouring those, if I remember correctly. Oh, um, really? yeah, yeah. Okay. If I, if I remember I could be wrong on this. Or be, but from what I remember people saying, Factory was poured by them or it was done by LaBeta. And it could have been one or the other. But, I mean, those are the ones that... Well, I don't know about Hyper anymore, but okay. I know LaBeta still makes wheels. Uh, yeah, for hockey. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember... No, but they, they pour
1: wheels for, for aggressive, too. Oh, okay. Because I remember when... Uh, VG5, the Eric, Eric Berg profile was, like, a huge influence on me. And, um, he's, like, libido wheels. Those was, orange fucking Yeah, I was, wheels. like, I want those orange wheels. Riding I flag, doing toe rolls. I never, got, I never rolls. got them
0: to, He was doing toe rolls doing
1: interviews. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> like, he, he was such a cool... He's, I think he was one of the guys that sort of pushed it in the direction that it... That is would, now. Like, him and like, I guess the Pelt crew was all, like, that, like, Nick <laughs> Riggle and, uh, I always looked up to them. Those guys were really just like doing interesting stuff. Like, I remember, like, what, I, maybe it's the end of EG5. Like, Mike Burke, his, his little brother, yeah. does that. Like, he just like does a cab and then he like turns around and just has like, he's just on like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like weird. He's okay, just like on, he's okay. flat, but then he's has like one foot up on, on his back wheel and then he throws like a, like a, 360? Oh, a
0: yeah. And I was like, it's, like, such a
1: simple thing,
0: but it was just, like, like it was, you yeah, could just tell those guys we're having fun. And that's and that's the thing. I think we're getting back to that, where I think everyone's kind of being more, like, pilled-like than it was uh, FP, where it was just, like, FP was these big bangers, let's fucking destroy this, this spot, you know, just park, rail, ledge, whatever. Yeah, but
1: even a lot of these big-name... Guys like like uh, like Alex Brosco, he's a really creative.
0: Oh yeah, that's what, you I, know what I mean. He's, put, he's put one of the forefronts of that. I mean, yeah. even when you look at uh, Farmer, Farmer does like negative grinds down the craziest stuff. So it's got that, and then you have even size Sizemore. All three of those guys are dead wheels. They're the only people on dead wheels. Like, and all three of them bring a different style into yeah. rollerblading. Where it's 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 all control it's and that's what I'm looking at now it's like I think style and control are what is coming up instead of just I don't know I think the the era of people watching like people like Roscow, the Kelsos Cheshire um you know now, do they all do, do, do the, do the Kel- Kelsos and, and, uh, and Cheshire still skiing? I don't know about Cheshire but Kelsos do yes, they do. yes. they're still putting out content okay. and um you they're all like they still got like all their technical aspects to it like I love watching the Kelsos like it, they're always been one of my favorite yeah, gold know, no, out there definitely, and remarkable, so. oh just incredible and their style and just their, their personality and everything like it's cool like I, I dig it and I think that's the one thing we're kind of lacking now To, to not to move off of the subject here but personality I think is huge in like just like I was talking about Champion earlier like, how Champion had that personality where he was a like punk-ass kid, like, didn't give a fuck, and all this other shit. I thought that was... I mean, was it good for our image at the time? Probably not. But I mean, people like Chris Haffey, like, where he's this, this you know, solid dude, kind of quiet. That's why I call him Clark Kent, where he's just, like, he's kind of quiet. He's like Superman. Like, he just pulls out the craziest shit. Yeah. Wade Wake Chapman, another good one that is a perfect, um, positive influence for rollerblading, he hangs out with, like, pro scooter kids, and, like, hangs, and he makes videos with them and shit like that, and he's just an all-around good kid, he's clean-cut, he's not smoking or drinking, and he's just, he's just a good kid, and he pushes himself hard, and he also markets himself very well, like, he's on tour. John John Julio is probably the best example. Oh, my God, if you want to be the godfather of rollerblading... The guy's been killing it since day one. He's I was now always, like pushing 40, I think. I was still always, it. you know, he was one of
1: the first guys that I uh, encountered because, you know, at VG2, BG, and he has a great section in that, really innovative section for the time. You know. What's VG4? VG4 is his profile, but he has, I mean. a, he has a section in VG2, uh, 18 days. His style was unmatched back then. But, like, the, the thing is, like, I always wanted to meet
0: him. And, uh, nice guy? Yeah, I, 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 and I never got a chance to. Yeah, I've gotten to meet Julio uh, a handful of times at all, some of these events, and it's cool. Like, I, I'm thinking the, the the idea that he actually like kind—I wouldn't say he'd probably go out of his way to know who I am, but like, he'll know who I am if he sees me at an event. He might not know my name or anything, but I've been on the Valo website numerous times uh, when I was really supporting them. He just seems like a really dedicated
1: guy. Who really, he really—he just like really cares about this yeah he does and, and he's really like dedicated his life to it and, you know you, I don't know if like he's smart with it right right exactly and I there's I think that that's kind of rare cause it's cause it's like it's difficult to be um, to, I mean to be a businessman anymore. I mean is that even like a possibility yeah. no there's, that's, it's very really laughable not,
0: there's not a lot of money to be made it's um, so laughable when you think about that right. like it's, it's absurd it's sad but I think there's only a few people out there like that pull it off. The one the one true person who's been able to hold it down for a very long time, um, was Julio. Yeah. Like he might have gone through a different couple companies like Runner's Project, Dyna, um, like those were all his his babies too. But now he's got uh, them goods, which is like a distribution of Ballo stuff and uh, bearings and stuff. And then he's got Ballow. Valos probably one of the biggest skate companies out there for aggressive skaters right now do
1: you see the um, like do you envision like the the industry
0: changing to a point where it becomes profitable again or do you sort of think I guess that shift? is I you know if you catch me on certain days I can answer differently um right now what I'm feeling I think our ship has sailed a little bit but I don't think it's not coming back into the harbor I just don't think we're going to get the um, the same bra that we did when we first set foot on land here like when it was the 90s and it was really you know money was no object basically and the words of uh, there was a lot of investment yeah. in it and, and, it, and it, there was like a I don't know, it was trendy. Yeah, it was I mean you think about we we hot topic but not hot topic, uh, Pacific Sun used to sell Senate stuff. <laughs> like, that's fucking nuts. Now what do they sell? They sell like Element and Billabong and all these other like top name like brands that no one really gives a shit about. Like no offense to Element actually, but um, but Billabong, come on. Like it's so like, oh Billabong, oh, do you surf? Really, wear billabong when you live in Pennsylvania or landlocked? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Pennsylvania's kind of coastal here. Well, two hours. I'll tell you what. You can go uh, to Erie. I bet they're surfing in Erie on the on the Great Lakes. But, well, I mean, surfing in Jersey—that's pretty, that's pretty. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, I'm gonna break this up quick just so I don't have to edit it later. Up.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I see your point. I I mean, but like, that's that's one of the things that's kind of interesting in terms of like uh, having a business model for it. You know, be, I don't for, for example, it. like, I, I remember, you know, you know, like, Etnies and DCs, like... They I, were, like, the big shit right then. But, like, uh,
0: they they went past their sport, Yeah, know? it was, like... Yeah, that's what it, and that's the one thing I kind of like about rollerblading. I mean, there are definitely companies that went past their sport, our sport, I should say, which is definitely, like, Bulletproof, uh, Denim. They're, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of big now. But were they out of the... Uh, they didn't come out of rollerblading, though. Didn't they come out of, uh somewhat they, they came out here. of rollerblading but I mean I don't know I, I, at least my story I could get wrong on this but I know I know they sponsored rollerbladers but I don't know if they do anymore and I mean they used to show up at um, skating events and all this other stuff but it is what it is uh, but rollerblading in general I think the closest we ever got to selling out in that aspect was Senate when we were like sponsoring the Amira. another person who's freaking dead um yeah, that was... That was that's nowhere, sad, right? man. It was really sad. But when, it, when the... I said it, like... I forget who, who coined it first, but then I was, like, thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Head injuries is the same thing as, like, the football stuff. And yeah. sure as shit, is what they found out. Right, right. So, that's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. It broke in, down barriers. Even in, like, uh, some of those... Uh, even in some of the rollerblading videos,
0: you'd have... Yeah. Yeah, they have, like, a section for, for skateboarding yeah. or biking. Like, I know it was a day of the road, i think had something like that. And, and, yeah, um, and like, at the end of 18 days, like, yeah, uh, that like, like, often and, like, and that's what I mean. Like, I think that needs to come out more often. Like, I, I, I said the best way to actually It can't really be, be that disjunctive anymore, though. I, I
1: I can't imagine that it's as bad as it was in the 90s between rollerbladers and skateboarders. In
0: it, it, certain areas, it's, it's all the old heads teaching their kids, oh, for fags, or and yeah, I mean, not well, only that, they're, they're like they're killing two birds, one stone. But, but, but hey, I, I don't I, like rollerbladers, and I don't like uh,
1: homosexuals. Well, when they? I go out to, to a skate, so park, let's teach my kid, whether it's you know the skate park here in Bethlehem or Geneva or when I was in the car, like there was never any problem. And, and in some cases, yeah. I was the only
0: rollerblader there, and no one, no one even, no I, one cared. I seriously you know, feel I like it's, it's even, an American thing. I, think I don't. It's I, I think it's more an American thing than it is probably in other countries. Like, I don't know. I, it's, I, I honestly will always, you know, clap my hands or, you know, stomp my feet, which is sound like a freaking hoedown right now. Um, but, like, if I see some, like, scooter kid, skateboarder, biker, you know. Do a good if, trick. You do something you that's yeah, you pushing the themselves and pushing, you know, what I thought was. And I, if I think it's cool, I'm going to give props. Like, it's not like I'm trying to be an elitist here. I'm like, I love rollerblading all the same, but, like, it's just when you see someone push to their own limits and land something that they didn't think they could do earlier in the day or couldn't land it earlier in the day, like, you got to feel good for those types of people. Cause if, you, if you don't, then you're just being selfish. You're just, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you, why the hell would you skate? I don't know. To me, watching you guys land your tricks was just as accomplishment to me as if I would land my own tricks yeah I, th- I felt that too I like, definitely feel that I think the social aspect of rollerblading skateboarding biking scootering freestyle walking fucking playing magic and fucking gathering the social aspect of doing a hobby or a sport is so important and to alienate certain people away from enjoying that with you just it, it doesn't make any sense right it like, doesn't compute at all um that being said like you know you want to support the sport that you're you're doing like i think one of the things that really sucks like and i i'm honestly uh guilty of this is i don't really buy much skating this gear anymore so i'm not putting any money back into the industry that i'm like loving and i really feel bad about that like but in another sense i'm like i don't Make that much money, and I kind of have a bad habit of collecting collectibles as investments. Yeah, but,
1: but maybe maybe that is a uh, one of the flaws. I mean, on on a user end, it's great. could you know, I've had the same skates for like right for 10 years, and uh, they're awesome. I love them, and they're in great condition, they're in good shape. So why would I get new ones? And like, so. But then again, that's not really good for the industry. Right. And that's the thing. Like, are you sure we're, we're not supposed to say 276? Yep.
0: In skate crisis. Mode in three right quarters now. of a mile, exit to exit 18, and, north. Uh, basically, I don't know what skate to get cause I'm getting sick of riding shadows with big frames and not being able to do the grinds that I really want to. I'm not saying I can't, it just, I need to be a little more flexible and more shape in order to do it, if that makes any sense. In half a mile, exit right. Well, and, uh, how often are you skating? Yeah. I only get to skate once every two, three months right now. Um and that sucks. That's my own fault. I'd like to change that, but um I know at the end of this month I'll be skating a little bit. Now what I'll be able to do, that's a whole different story. But I'm just happy just to go up and down ramps. Like quarter pipes I know I can still do like sweat stances, fish brains, top assets, soles, that type of shit. Exit right to exit eighteen, and, uh, Norristown. Uh, that's right, it's a Norrestown
1: No, I, I hear you. I mean like I um I, I feel the same that's it that's the kind of stuff I like more now. It's just like rolling. Yeah, like transitions. But in uh, the
0: parks, you know, like i just like real smooth transitions. I've always been a park rat. Like I've I've cut my you know my teeth on street skating. Like that's always been something. That but I you think. were you were in Charmerville, probably even more than I was. In 900 was like feet, exit to right. Allenwood well, Road. for the first first part of my life, yeah, I could say that. Like I mean, we we did. De-
1: like, we went quite a bit, but uh, I think more like, you know, like you, Matt O'Brien, Scott, And Stinsman,
0: Scott. Uh, you guys were always Even old Josh. And, yeah. I think Josh well, was true I think he
1: was more well, of a street skater, 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 but I mean, Josh would, Josh Exit be, right to but, Alan you know, like, Wood what, Road. Like, Dan and Nick and, uh, yeah, yeah, and even I, Drew, like, they all prefer no, to skate street. street, you know, so it I. It was cheaper. In 600 feet, right, you know, I mean, turn left on West Ridge we Pike. You a lot more trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, there's a, there was a lot of stuff to skate around us, too. like some Emmaus was good. I didn't have access
0: to Emmaus as yeah. much as you guys did until right. I was starting to drive. And then um, my parents were just nice enough to be supportive of me skating park, basically. Like, they saw, like, Jay Nakahara skate, and they saw they, Matt Lindemuth. They met them. And uh, then it was yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. kind of like that thing where it was like, oh, well, these Turn guys Turn left
1: are like, on West like, Ridge stuff. Pike.
0: And it's like, yeah, they are. I guess what? the rest of the role-playing world out there that I look up to, not so much. <laughs> like
1: Our group was pretty, I mean, we were like, clean-cut for we, the most we, we'd part. We'd like to get into trouble, but it was, it was like innocent. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, just, it was just, it was just mischief. It wasn't really, like, like petty vandalism, I Yeah, <laughs> that probably be the best thing. <laughs> just like fucking with people, especially like matter In half a mile, turn yeah, right on like Harmon Road. The rearranging of the fucking uh, letters on the, or like getting on the mic in and, and a,
0: dude those are some of the best Andrew Martin (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's pretty awesome oh my god that was I just remember like I heard that and I was going oh my god I mean we were like what 16 I think we might have been a little older than that 17, 18 I remember when I was looking at my parents place I was getting like bubble wrap and like it snowed or something (laughs) <laughs> and like, I don't remember what the fuck we were doing. We like, wrapped up, I think, Matt O'Brien or, or Nick or someone in bubble wrap and made them go down a hill that was full of snow. <laughs> I heard that snow. I wasn't there for that. I didn't think you were. I, I, I think Dan and, and uh, Nick were, though. <laughs> oh, man, those guys have probably seen some of the worst of <laughs> in 1,000 feet, I, I could turn see, right, oh yeah, then I was, turn I, left. I,
1: I've, I've definitely seen you in your element, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah. I, I, would, I, I would argue that I've seen you. Uh, I've, I miss Brandy, but I've seen many things to make up for that. <laughs> <laughs> many things.
0: Let's just say what, uh Drunkles comes out. Turn right on Harmon Road. Crazy shit. And turn left on Key Street. I was just at the beach house the uh, day after I just saw you. After really? The, yeah. Wait, you went to... I went to Ocean City, Maryland the oh, next oh, day. Oh,
1: excellent,
0: excellent. <laughs> and on that? the way down, I just like, yo, I'm stopping at my buddy in the oh, place. Oh, yeah? You know, it's a little different. Th- that area where we used to play wiffle ball? Yeah. What shit. is it, like, built up? I got play. Okay. Do you want to stop? Uh, uh, no, I'm Except for the fact we're a little hungry, but we should be constantly well, Oh, yeah, I'm I have sure, I'm sure we'll get something to eat. You know? yeah, 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 Oh, we're good. We'll go into town. Actually, yeah, this goes right to Tim's place. Um cool. Which is good to know. Okay. Uh, so, where were we? I'm sorry. Oh, my, my antics of being a fucking drunken fool. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, then no, it, no, you went to uh, the beach house. Yeah. That's right. That led to that. And then, um, did so, you see the dude on the go-ped? What the fuck? Is that a go-ped or yeah. a Segway? He's on a go-ped. Oh, yeah, his go pad I haven't seen one of those. Because if it, it was a Segway, I'd call him there. Job. But um, anyway, so, yeah, I went to the beach house. And that little area between, um, that little road going out to the dock, like next door to Mike's. Next yeah. door to next door. I know next door. not you Yeah, about. you know what I'm talking about? It's all fenced off now. Uh, okay. So people can't, like, really turn around. there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, people used to just go and the, they'd roll in there and just, like, hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, kind, of, kind of weird. Yeah,
0: well... So we parked down by the, uh, other, uh, entrance, the, um, what was it, the, you know, where we used to go, people used to go for bonfires, and, like, people Yay. from the Air Force base used to, like, have parties and shit. Right, right, right. Um, we went down there, went on the beach for a little bit, just showed her that, and like, here, here's now a secluded beach. Like, guess what? Next beach we go to, not so secluded. Right, right. <laughs> but it was... De- ca- Delaware Bay is pretty, it's kind of cool like that,
1: it's like, um... Most people go down to Rehoboth mm-hmm. you know, as a, because
0: it's the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And Rehoboth is always a good, good, good place to check. Yeah, I want to go down there and just go on the haunted house ride and then go to Dogfish Head. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Get some clams. Get some um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, it was cool. It was a good day. Like, we just went out to uh, Ocean City, Maryland for a few hours. Rode the Dark Ride there, which is one of my favorites. Which one? Oh, is that the that's it, the Haunted House? Yeah, it's just called Haunted House, I think. They have yeah. a good one there. I think yeah, yeah I nice. There. I like but it. There. It's two stories. It, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like five minutes. I'm like, no, it definitely takes like ten minutes. Wait, but, is it a ride or you walk? It's a ride, but they have a walkthrough as well oh, called right. Pirate's Cove, which is like a fun house-y, oh, that's cool. like dark ride. Nice. Um, which is cool. And then they have another one called Aladdin. I think it's like Aladdin or Aladdin's Lamp or something. Wait, how like long were you down there we're just there for a few hours. Oh, you, I literally was just, on the road for. Okay, I, see. I was on the road for like eight hours or something like that. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's four out four hours. Uh, mm, three and a
1: half four hours. Okay. On the way back, it was more yeah, like four. Yeah, because it's like three hours to um, to uh, South Bowers. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, and it's it's about. It's a little less than three, three hours. I want to say it's like two and a half. I used to get down there from Philly in like an hour and a half. So, right. Um. <laughs> Those nights nice. I probably should have been picked up. <laughs> going yeah, down, hurt. going down that back road. Oh my God! That was probably the most dangerous thing I've ever done. It's like one o'clock in the morning. What do I? The first thing I do? What do I do? that freaking, you know... God, I can, I, I <laughs> can smell the marsh. I, I love that place so much. Oh, my God. I would love to be down there. Yeah. Like, it just sucks because, like... Well, it's it's not, like, anyone's fault. Like, everyone just started having families and, like...
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's... And it's uh,
0: just, like... It I just mean, got I'll, harder for everyone yeah. to get
1: together, basically. Well, now it's... I mean, if it gets sold, then that's that. But if it doesn't, then
0: maybe we'll get to go again someday. I'm hoping. I mean, cool. yeah. it's just, uh... One of those sacred spots where uh, it's like a safe haven for us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, horseshoes. um, I don't know if I have my washers still, but... (laughs) Washers? Oh, my God. The washers used to get serious. The horseshoes used to get serious. The chess games and the melee as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think melee was... (laughs) That was like when everybody played, too, so...
0: It would just get, like... It would just get turned up, like, and... All of a sudden, nightfall would happen. The girls would be playing, you know, uh, Enjoy the Silence five times in about an hour. (laughs) And uh, we'd all be playing Smash Brothers. Like, it was just a good time, drinking beer. Me, probably drinking a lot of vodka straight. That doesn't sound anything like me. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, man. Playing cards. I think now, if we, if we were down there, I think I would have to bring my Cards Against Humanity, though. Did
1: you ever play that game? Yeah, I think we, you, didn't we play it together?
0: We might have. I think that yeah. uh, we, didn't you, like, bring it over to, uh... Oh, I'm going to bring it over to like, Nick scenes. Scenes. yeah. Yeah, I so. Because I had Apples to Apples, too, which is pretty similar, but Cards Against Humanity is, like, a lot dirtier. Yeah, exactly. But, I don't know, I like playing those games with people, it's fun. Especially when you're with, like, like, like-minded people with humor. Right, was just right. amazing, but... Break this up quick. Yeah, do whatever you need. I'm going to eat the Slim Jim. Get something in my stomach. Dude, these are always, like, the worst open. It's like, oh, yeah, it's easy open. Fuck you. Then when you cut it, you seal it again, and I can't get to that spot. up with all these cute chicks on the side of the road. <laughs> all right. Let me think of a question. Hey, think away. Oh, good. <laughs> How has my life changed in the past fucking six months? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't want to get No, personal. I don't want to get personal. Uh... I'll come back, see ya? Yeah. <laughs> In the meanwhile, I'm, I'm having a battle here with this fucking slim Jim rapper. <laughs> it's me against him. He's winning. Fuck you, inanimate object that I want to eat. Well, you were animate at one point. And I guess the cultures and the cheese that is processed over and over again. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Did I Got break it? through? Did I break through the other side? Gotta get you open this <laughs> Film. <laughs> Be an internet sensation. Stupid idiot tries to open up. Aural. Oh, 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 oh. Like, seriously. Like, you think that was easy? It took me like five minutes. But I'll reap. I'll, I'll reap from the benefits of the Of, uh,. My pain
1: so you, you you said that you think like um like skating videos are,
0: are dead no I don't think they're dead because there's still people out there that really want to put out like content where it's like I'm not going to watch just this one section of this one kid um or this like montage section for like three minutes like I think people are really thirsty for good content now, a part of me, I like having B-roll footage in the background. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be all skating the whole time. Make but that, it make it mostly skating. That, that
1: was actually, you know, I, I like those. Uh, they put up B-roll like tricks with no music. Those are pretty cool. I yeah, think raw footage is. I think one of the complaints that I had is that like every time I watch uh, like an edit, I skip ahead a minute because the first minute is just like this dude sitting around. And like shots of them like yeah you didn't really need even, that. even when I was super into it I didn't care then why would you I don't understand that
0: like I guess people want to it's good to do that they're trying to brand it yeah you know but I, I just to get people it's, to see. it's not interesting to me well so say you went to a competition or somewhere in the streets locally or something and you meet this kid you know him by face now which is good but there's too much of that <laughs> yeah it'd be like one minute of like the dude just sitting there
1: near a rail it's like who gives a fuck I do it. <laughs> like when you mix that stuff into the edit, that's fine. Like I, I, feel like there's there's a formula to to the contemporary rollerblading element that's just like not that interesting. Like uh, until you get Fuck to it. the actual uh, yeah tricks or whatever. You know, you yeah. You watch people skating, not like some, you know, some kid. in seven hundred feet. Turn right on Port Royal Avenue. So then turn left turn right royal. on port royal avenue then turn left on ridge avenue
0: i, I will gps i also I have to say
1: that like generally particularly edits coming out of the united states the music has been fucking awful and what i usually do is i turn it off i just mute it and I play my own music <laughs> But like what type of music? It's not the hip hop shit. No, I, I like I like that stuff. It's, usually so it's all, just it's all like, like the it's like I don't know. Like the it's old like, school metal, like it's like pseudo indie bullshit. Yeah. Like it's
0: not it's I don't know. I just don't No, you're absolutely right. But I mean a part of being a rollerblader is being like a hipster now. It's like weird. Speaking of damn no, but look I, at I, that rail I don't I don't well
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Like but I, I just think I, I, I just don't think uh I don't know. People just—I don't know. Music left on Ridge Avenue. Sure, but like I remember being introduced to good music via rollerblading videos. Most definitely. Yeah, and uh, you know, not—not—it wasn't always the case, sure. But I think like you know, even someone like Dave Payne, even though he had he had some like bad music for sure, but like (laughs) one of the things that that stand out to me is like the one edit, and it's like it's San Diego and uh, he has like a live live clip of um delinquent Habits and like I don't think it's I don't think it's very good but like the quality is so bad but he still In 1 mile. It. Turn right and on Domino Lane. kind of cool. You know because it's it's just not conventional and I think like and that's basically my point is that a lot of the contemporary edits they follow a formula and it's boring yeah. you know. Yeah. I w- and and that's what, you know when you go on like roller news or whatever they have like these these uh, you know just like these edits that you can count, mm-hmm. and they're like you know those are usually pretty good I think. sometimes I mean yeah, I think they're usually like you know and they're like un- unknown people you know and they're usually international
0: yeah yeah and that's what's good about like, I like that that's, that's we cool. need we need that we used to make fun of roller news a lot I think it's calmed down because the the comments are off because people could just go in there and blast someone and it didn't go without any repercussion. And it got really just bad. Like, especially with, like, the female rollerbladers. Like, some of the derogatory shit. Yeah, no shit. That's the way I feel. It's like... I don't know. I think the only way rollerblading can get better is if we stop, like, hurting ourselves, basically. Like, having these people that are narrow-minded about, like... Like, I I don't know why people can't look and be like, oh, you skate like that. I skate like this. Who cares? Like, let's skate together anyway. Like, that's the way it should be. And... It's just kind of weird. It's just kind of a weird. We're in a weird transitional period, right? Like, and I, I mean, just maybe maybe it's
1: still like it's interesting that you say like when we first started this conversation that you think that the uh, that rollerblading today is in, is it in almost in a better state and it's almost you're talking about like a unity, like almost a sense of community that's there now. Yeah, and I think that, and maybe that's kind of what we're talking about, like. You have to like let go of the idea of it being of, of like trying to make it cool or something. Yeah, like it Just is. Just do what it for it yourself. Is. You know, it is what it is. And, let, let, let the, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and it, it's a cool, cool thing, and, so, and people still do
0: it, and I think that that's a really positive thing. I think when you in terms of making money, that's that's that, know, that's, the, that's, yeah, the, that's the Yeah, that's 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 the, that's the, the money thing. Yeah, it's the money thing is always going to be the problem. It's it's right. it's the final question of of you know at the end of the test. It's that you know. What, and, it, and it sucks that professional rollerbladers like don't have health insurance. That's, right. Right, Well I guess not Some of them do. It. Who knows? I'm sure there could be a few out there. Like I would hope maybe Julio could pay for a roster. In I one thousand feet, turn right. So, I don't know. Um, well, everybody has to have health care in the country so. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. Or they just get fined. Right. So. Is this just, um, no. Now no, this is hard. Awesome. Yeah, we're close. We're, yeah, though. we're really close. Yeah, well look at wine no and more. Uh, Fuck it, we just got Popeye's. Let's get some fried chicken. (laughs)
1: Anyway. Do you have uh, anything you want to ask me before we end up at Lucent's for your podcast?
0: For my podcast? Jeez, it's my podcast now. This is basically you interviewing me. (laughs)
1: Because you never get to see these recordings. No.
0: These are just for me. I mean... I hope France is treating you well, man. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. No, I like, mean about rollerblading back then. About rollerblading? Turn I don't know, right what on was Domino your, Lane. What do you think was the most defining moment that got you into rollerblading? Like, what was that that final like straw it was just like like for me it was seeing two kids grinding a curb outside of my house. Like
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's a that's actually a really good question. It's a, I you I've arrived at your destination. Over there. I got into it through like hockey. But then, uh, you know, obviously was way more interested when I saw that, you know, like it could be so much more versatile and like there's so many options. But I'll I'll just say this, like the thing about rollerblading is that it's it's, like so practical. And it's so practical that like I I think I I can see like some sort of renaissance, but I don't see it anytime soon. No. And I think that 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 was one of the things that drew me towards it was the, the amount of things that you can
0: do. Freedom with this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of crazy. Right. But let's see if I can get rid of this. All right. Till next.